This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. A pleasure to welcome Hunter Combe, who's a missionary with Frontline Fellowship. Hunter, good morning. Great having you with us. I hope you're well. Good morning, Brad. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again this morning. Yeah, what a pleasure. What's on your heart this morning? We always know you've got something fascinating up your sleeve. (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much for having me on this morning. Yeah, I think uh, one of the big questions on many people's minds today, especially in the world we live in uh, during lockdown and coronavirus, is when will our lives finally get back to normal again? Mm. Or will there ever be a normal again? Uh, with the entire, or the entire population doesn't walk around wearing masks and fearing coming in contact with each other. And many people, I think, are wondering when they can get the COVID-19 vaccine. Maybe that's really the solution to many of our problems. Maybe we can start traveling internationally again and doing business and, you know, just returning to the way life was uh, yeah. back a year ago before all this happened. Now, there are a wide variety of opinions today on the vaccine from followers of Christ, looking at the turmoil and uncertainty of the world. And some Christians go so far as to see the vaccine as a sign of the end times. Uh, some have even suggested that the vaccine is the mark of the beast, <laughs> which I find somewhat laughable. But they say since the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine contain mRNA, in which <clears throat> some believe will alter not only a person's DNA, but even their mental framework. And I read an article from March 8th from Lance D. Johnson. He uh, wrote an article on vaccinedeaths.com, and this is what he says. He says, well, it's just the title of his article. He says, the Bill, Bill Gates, Microsoft, mRNA vaccines, and the global plot to turn human DNA, protein synthesis, and immune function into a programmable operating system. Although, as far as I can tell, this author is not actually a believer, his article goes on to say how the Moderna vaccine is being used as a manipulative tool to experiment with human DNA and program human cells. And so we have these very crazy, uh, maybe not crazy, but very concerning perspectives on, okay, what, what is up with the vaccine? Then on the other side of the perspective, you have people like uh, Al Mohler, the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, who suggests that it's actually a good and wise decision for Christians to vaccinate. And of course, many would agree with the sentiment since they think we ought to help reduce the spread of the coronavirus. And then it seems like this is a responsible thing to do as followers of Christ. So all this to say, there's a lot of polarized opinions on the vaccine today, and I'm not going to actually resolve any of that today, but rather I want to spend our time focusing in on one of these latest vaccines by Johnson & Johnson that's purported to be one of the most effective vaccines. In fact, my wife and mother-in-law recently spoke to an epidemiologist who strongly advised them to take this vaccine as this was one of the best vaccines out there, the Johnson & Johnson's vaccine. But I think we as Christians must think through some key moral implications with this particular vaccine. Although this vaccine is not like the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine, it doesn't use mRNA uh, technology or however they put it. It rather, um, it comes from a different line of sort of medicine uh, that they produced it. So when we think of Johnson & Johnson, they're they're a world-renowned company known for providing products that families can trust, as their website states. Uh, They go on to advertise proudly, find out more about the brands that generations before you have trusted and loved for over 80 years. And I remember as a kid growing up with Johnson & Johnson products, everything from no tears shampoo to other family-friendly items, and they just stick out in your mind is this is a reputable company. However, with Johnson & Johnson's latest COVID-19 vaccine, there may be reason for families to think twice about using this family-friendly company's vaccination. Uh, Last week on March 3rd, Dr. Albert Moeller, 
reported on his daily news broadcast about the ethical dilemma of this vaccine. And here's what he said. He said, when you're looking at the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it becomes very clear that the vaccines are based upon cell lines that were derived back in the 1970s, at least indirectly, from the tissue of aborted fetuses or babies. One aborted baby in particular, one cell line that has become very much interwoven with modern medicine. Hmm. This is not just about one vaccine, he says. It's about much of modern medicine that has come as a result of experimentation and development from cell lines that were actually derived at least two aborted babies back in the 1970s. So the vaccines were produced indirectly from a line of cells from aborted babies, not recently, but back in the 1970s. And then they took these baby cells and cloned them. And now from this line of cloned cells, Johnson & Johnson produced their vaccine. That means that the vaccine was indirectly linked to the abortion of two babies back when the original research was done. Uh, so the issue is highly complex because it's not just this vaccine. It's actually much of modern medicine that's based on this line of uh, medical advancement, if you will. Mm. So how should we respond as Christians? Well, <clears throat> there's one Roman Catholic archdiocese in the U.S. in New Orleans who's officially given notification to the Catholics in their diocese that they cannot take the Johnson & Johnson vaccine without being morally complicit in the murder of these babies. Um, <clears throat> but that's just one Roman Catholic diocese in the state. But when we think about the fact that these cells were cloned in order to produce this vaccine, it should give us pause, and we should think, is this acceptable for us to actually take this vaccine? Can we take a vaccine that was produced indirectly through cloning uh, cells of aborted babies? As Mueller states, the main moral responsibility falls on Johnson & Johnson for its choice to use these particular cell lines in the development of this vaccine. There is genuine moral responsibility. The moral responsibility is backdated to the medical research researchers who horrifically enough intentionally use the cells taken from an aborted fetus in order to produce what they consider to be the immortal productive cell line. Mm. So even if, this is what Mueller says, even if we do not take this vaccine in any form, much less the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, the reality in this particular modern medicine means, to some extent, participation in a research system that has involved cells taken from aborted babies. And he says, that's the evil, fallen world we live in. He basically says, even if you don't take this vaccine, so much of other modern medicine is actually based on um, these cell, this cell line from these aborted babies. That it's almost just a sad reality of the sinful world we live in today, mm. um, which, is, which is a really sad thing to think about. And so he says, it's, it's amazing how many people in the mainstream culture dismiss this concern as irrational, irrelevant, and for that matter, just downright unthinkable. But we really, as Christians, should think really seriously. This is about the life of unborn, preborn human beings uh, that the society at large says, oh, that's not important. It's rather we should just think about the vaccine. However, as believers, we know that life begins at conception. As the psalmist prayed in Psalm 139, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. Mm. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. And we also know that as uh, Genesis 1, and 27 say, we were created in the image of God. Therefore, it's murder to take the life of an unborn, preborn baby, even if it's one day old. Yeah. Since we as believers hold to the dignity of human life, we should seek in every way possible to disassociate ourselves from companies who use any line of research which can be linked to the murder of babies. 
And who's to say that although this vaccine wasn't produced from abortions that happened today and today's day and age, but who's to say that Johnson & Johnson in the future, if they're given permission to, wouldn't use uh, aborted, aborted babies that were aborted in today's day and age. So, as I said, I'm not here to resolve the complexities of the vaccine debate this morning, but rather just to warn our listeners of the morally questionable nature of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Let's say, beware of taking this family-friendly vaccine. Food for Thought on a Friday morning coming your way from Hunter Combs, uh, who's a missionary with Frontline Fellowship. Hunter, thanks so much for your time this morning and your input. And if it's something you want to listen to again, you can find the podcast on kpulpit.co.za. Hunter, take care. Great having you on the radio with us this morning. Until we connect again, be well. All right. God bless. Talk to you later. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.